Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Always Aggravated, a Mike Valenti signature podcast. Happy Thanksgiving. That's right. It is always aggravated on a Tuesday morning. Uh, Sully had the sit down with Dave Richard, which you will, Richard, <laughs> you will get this week. Uh, I was indisposed at the moment, but we'll get you your fantasy football. But it is Thanksgiving week, which means a couple of things. I look down upon your cuisine because it is simply not up to par with the Italian uh, plates we will throw out there. David and I will certainly be on the same side as Black Thanksgiving is a superior menu to White Thanksgiving. <laughs> of course it but, is. And, and we'll talk Black Friday. Well, no, we're going to do the Black versus White Thanksgiving Wednesday on the show because it's a tradition. But for today's pod, here's what I want. We'll get to the Black Friday stuff because I think Black Friday is for losers. But I need to know what is the most signature dish from your Thanksgivings coming up? Because I'm going to prove a point with this because I have a feeling the whitest man in America, Mike Sullivan, doesn't have a signature dish because the classic uh, white bread America, they, they don't have anything interesting. It's all just bleh. But I want, I want to start this. I want to start with Dave. David, the signature of the hatchet man. Oh, Thanksgiving dinner is what? What is the unique dish you put on that table? See, I don't think we have a unique dish. We just stick to the classic, the collard greens. Oh, that's unique. The yams. That's unique. Mm. Sully, you ever had collard greens? No. (gasps) I don't think so. You've never had them? Oh, man. No, I probably have it. He's the whitest man in America. (laughs) He is Mike Sullivan. What did I do to deserve this? You've place, never had collard greens. There's a place by here that has their excellent. Can I take maybe you, I have there? Can Roberto. I take you to lunch after this and get you some collard I greens? I probably have at that place Roberto's talking all right, about. All right, <laughs> David. I'm sorry. I'm blown away. You haven't lived, Michael. You haven't lived unless you've had proper collard greens. But take me through that menu real quick, because then yeah. we're going to hash it out on the air tomorrow. So you got collard greens, you got your yams. Uh, we do our classic turkey, of course. Yams, yams, um, sweet potato, or yep. so it's yams with marshmallow or without? Without, good, good without. Good we don't man. do that marshmallow crap. Good man. No, um, and then I guess pre-dinner, my mother-in-law makes a nice uh, deviled egg. That's right. So we do that <laughs> pre-dinner. That's right. Um, but everything else is pretty classic potato salad. Would you, you say know, then outside of dressing. the collard greens, you're having a pretty Sullivan Thanksgiving? Um, I'm yeah. disappointed, it's man. All, it's, it's pretty basic, the black dish, but it's all basic black dish. Yeah, so, you nope. know, we do dressing, not stuffing. Okay, <laughs> but hold on. Now, hold on. Because I will tell you, the southern rendition of stuffing, which uh-huh. we'll cover tomorrow on the air, mm-hmm. is better. It is. And cornbread stuffing destroys all. Even better. Yes. The best. Yes. The best. I've had that. We just stick to the traditional onion. Oh, man. You know, breadcrumb, stuff like that. That's what we stick to up here. All right. Yeah. Let me go to Roberto next. Roberto, what is the signature of your ultra-ethnic family? Um... 
I mean, usually Thanksgiving is just, just the basic stuff. I quit. I mean, <laughs> this is this is embarrassing. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Well, the, the the Italian side of my family is you know they're no one's really around. Uh, what are they all so. dead? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> no one's around. So let me get hold on. So let me get this straight. You guys don't start out with the Italian wedding soup first course. No, no, no. Like this. So what? It, it would be with my in laws. So it would be all the. Uh, basic stuff. It's just the mashed potatoes, turkey stuffing. Mashed potatoes, uh, man. I tell you, sweet potatoes. You sound like a loser. <laughs> you don't even sound like you want to be here right now. <laughs> Why don't you just but, leave? But last year's when I did leave. make turkey, my signatures were the way I made my turkey. Did you which, fry it? No. Oh Jesus! But I would heavily baste it, right? You know, a lot, and then I would stuff the. Uh, cavity with uh, vodka, <laughs> onion, um, yeah, uh, onion, oranges, lemons, rosemary, thyme, yeah, and then uh, yeah, I mean, and cannabis, fabulous, <laughs> cannabis. All right, so that's another horrifically white Thanksgiving. <laughs> Let's go to Sully, and then I'll show you the difference how we do it. Irish Thanksgiving men, so a lot of beer, a lot of liquor. You know oh, that, so that that was. <laughs> Fuck, fuck the turkey and the right. stuffing. We drink, man. I know. I know your dad is a notorious drink. drinker, so that's excellent. Oh, oh, oh my whole family. We, all we, those uh, business trips. Uh, we awesome. uh, we drink, man. We we drink beer. We drink whiskey. We drink all of it. Uh, but great. no, food wise, food wise. I'll be honest. This is gonna sound white, but I fucking love that green bean casserole. I love that. <laughs> you know what's interesting? Uh, I grandma's think I, I, recipe. Like, I will. I will go. Yeah, grandma. Why recipe. do people make fun of green bean casserole? I will go to two different Thanksgivings on Thursday, and, you'll and I'll, it both. I'll scoop out just plates full of that shit. Why do people Ugh. not like it? Like I, people. You, did, did you see it was voted the worst side dish? I don't yeah. get it. To me, of, like of the traditional it. white, we can't cook Thanksgiving. I think it's probably the second best. Lord well, knows, the, the average American white family has no clue what they're doing with mashed potatoes. I'll fix that. I'll tell you what, you I'll know what the key that. is to good green bean casserole? The, the, the crispy onions. Yes, also. And then on top of the crispy onions, emerald's essence. Not bad. It's good stuff. I'll tell you another dish that that uh, three layer Jello. You guys had that before. <laughs> what? I I I have that at every every family, every girlfriend. What's three layer Jello? It's just it's just a three layer. It's I don't even know what type of layers. It's three layer Jello where it's different uh, like cream and Jello and a bunch yeah, of shit. Somebody gets cream. Too, someone, I don't somebody, even know how to describe somebody it. drinks oh. too much. They try to fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cream oh and the Jello. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, and, and I do, and because I'm off tomorrow, I do want to get this off my chest. I want to point this out. Have you guys had to deal with that Thanksgiving? I do think this is a white person thing. The hey, before we start the meal, let's go around and say what we're all thankful for. <laughs> get out! <laughs> get out! Have you guys had to? Oh, no, that I hate it. Imagine I hate this. My dad has even told me he hates doing Why, it. Wait, too. wait, 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 wait! I have never. In in this life or the, or the or the next, I've never had that happen at a Thanksgiving. It is the worst. That's a thing. It's what about the worst. grace? Say grace. Well, no, that well, that's that's uh, normal. Listen, I guess. I but. love I love my brother in law to death. Oh no. No, that's kind of his thing. So I just bite my lip. There's mm. nothing wrong with that. I stare at the ceiling yeah. and I wait. Have you, had to do that? That. have you had to do the thankful thing before? No, Roberto, wait, you know what on. I'm talking about. Hold on, time yeah, out. I think maybe I've done that. A wait a minute. So times. what happens when they go around <sighs> the table and it comes to your girlfriend? I can. They don't make I, her I can, do this, do they? I guarantee if someone's listening to this, they have experienced this to mm. the T before. It's that most awkward thing in the world. What are you everyone's, for? everyone sits around and holds hands and what you say. What are you say, thankful for? 
I, I just I usually just say I'm thankful for family and friends. Oh, I don't and know. just get it and get no, it over. Oh, you can't. That's the ki- that's a cop every out. year you no, do that. What happens is someone, but then someone always tries to be funny and say I'm thankful for the Lions and football. Some, <laughs> so, <laughs> Uncle Ned did it again. No, someone always cries uh, because of a loved one that oh, died. It is it. Oh, I guarantee. Stop. I guarantee people can relate to this. It happens every Thanksgiving, and it is like clockwork. You know what you stuff. should do? I'll tell you what you should do. You ready for this? I'm going to help you out. You're going to light the room on fire. When you get asked this on Thanksgiving, you ready? Do they make you stand up? Everyone's standing, yeah. All right, you're going to stand up, holding hands, and you go, I am thankful for Mike Valenti. (laughs) 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 What? Have everybody throw up around the table. Roberto, does your family do that? No. We, I've, we've never. You've heard, you've heard oh, no. this. You've been. There come might on. have been a time I can remember doing that. Never. I'm talking about not regular. Multi- I mean, it, multiple different families. My my mom's parents were divorced. I've been to a bunch of Thanksgiving. Do they make the the misses? My dad's do it? family. Everyone does. Your it. girlfriend's forced to my, do my it. My girlfriend's family. No. no. When I go there on Thursday, it's no. gonna. I'm gonna have to do that. No. They're gonna no. gather no. around. Never. But she makes fun of it too. She's like, "Oh yeah, we got to do this every what year." I'm she, like, "Yeah, I've heard of that." <laughs> <laughs> I would love. No. Can you do me a favor? Do me a solid. Can you video this? Oh, I can. I can do. I that, have yeah. to savor the awkwardness, and I'm so thankful. But it's, for Aunt Georgette, uh, she couldn't be here today. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's funny. Though, I, I brought this up to my parents, and I was talking the other day, and I was like, "Guys, why do we do this?" And, and my dad, my dad was like, "Don't look at me. That's your mom. That's always done that. That's, I don't like doing that either." And uh, you know what? I, I want. I we'll continue this discussion on the air because I, I have to ask about it. I, I I want to talk to your mom. Hold on. I've never heard of this. Hold on. So your dad doesn't like doing this, yet you all still do this. But but again, it's not just my family because I've been to several Thanksgivings that have done the exact same thing. Oh, is, any, is anyone drunk by that time? Uh, yeah, his yeah, dad. yeah, usually. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. just thankful uh, for Brazil. No, he yeah, he, I forget what he would say over the years. He, he would always say something funny. <laughs> I'm so thankful my son calls me. <laughs> I'm gonna make you thankful tonight, uh, honey. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> how dare you? How dare you guys? Uh, okay. But no, it is honestly the word I would use, and, I, and I, I know I know that it's in good intentions, but it is just cringeworthy. It All really right. is. Let me let me let me run wow. this down for you. Now you tell me how bizarre you think our Thanksgiving is. Okay, because when I when I say the the you know like we bust Sully's chops as the whitest man in America, it's like the people who don't know how to cook, the people who eat everything out of a box. There's no ethnicity to it. It's just this horrifically bland white bread special. First things first. So there's a controversy in my family. When I was running Thanksgiving out here by myself, we never did a standard turkey. We either deep fried a bird, yep. injected and deep fried, yep. or a couple of times I ordered a turducken from New Orleans. Mm. Okay, so different. Now, as long as my mother is alive and is at Thanksgiving, this is a battle I'm going to lose. She wants the white person turkey. <laughs> oh. So I acquiesce because then I win everything else. But here are the side dishes. And I'm telling you right now, if you've never taken anything out of this podcast, I want you to listen to my words very very carefully here. I am going to tell you right now how to make the greatest mashed potatoes ever so you never endure white people potato again. Okay? This is very simple. You take your potatoes. I'm not giving you an amount because 
I don't know how many people you mm-hmm. have to feed. Whoa, mm-hmm. whoa, whoa, whoa. Real potatoes? Right, not the flakes. <laughs> <laughs> but we do we do roasted garlic and mascarpone cheese mashed potatoes. Italian. But here's the secret. You take your potatoes, and then you take about 40 cloves of garlic, and you throw it in the water, and you turn it up high. You bring that to a boil. It starts from cold. Bring it all to a boil. What are you, what are you trying to do? Chase away vampires? Just trust me. <laughs> trust me. Once it gets to a boil, you drop in two sticks of butter. Wow. Now you are cooking these potatoes with garlic that is cooking mm-hmm. and butter, and you just, just trust the process. Mm-hmm. Okay. Once you, they are fork tender, take it out. You're going to strain it. Oh, but you wasted the butter. Shut up. You strain it, you got your potatoes, and what should be beautifully softened cooked garlic. Mm. You will then go back into the pot. You will then use another stick of butter. You will then use chicken stock. You will then use an entire container, large, of mascarpone mashed potatoes, uh, mascarpone cheese, salt, and pepper to taste. Stir it all up. They should be looser than regular mashed potatoes. They Mm. should be soft and velvety. They are... Bar none. They will change your mashed potato viewpoint for life Mm. because they're Italian and Italian's better. There are just two types of people on this planet, those who are Italian and those who wish they were. That A, that is a signature mashed potato. Okay. Now we move on down the line. We have either spicy greens or spicy broccolini. So no broccoli with dill sauce. None of that shit. And that's pancetta. That's the greens, that's breadcrumbs, it's cherry peppers, and it's uh, a ton of pecorino shaved over the top. Olive oil. It is fantastic. Spicy. Delightful. You can use broccolini. You can use broccoli. You could use uh, broccoli rabe. You could use you, you could use escarole. Delicious if you use escarole. Mm-hmm. So we have a green component. Then we have not one, but two varieties of stuffing. There's the American white bread, yep. not out of a box. <laughs> Don't you dare bring stovetop to my home. Yeah, that's disgusting. We make it scratch. The sage, the rosemary, the thyme, the sausage, the, the actual stale bread, done right. Mm. But then we have the Italian stuffing, where you take sage, rosemary, and thyme, and you swap it out for crushed garlic, basil, oregano, cracked red pepper. Pepperoni. We don't. You know what's funny? You say that. We don't do the pepperoni. There is a pepperoni stuffing. Yes. And my dad made it when I was away at college and I couldn't come home. I, I we That is not it. We have our, our sausage-based Italian okay. stuffing, I will tell you. Hmm. Uh, it is. That's mm. electric. Mm. Electric. Now, we will also, occasionally, I may lose my mind. David, I brought this to your attention. Mm-hmm. I may do. I make a cornbread and andouille stuffing. That is mm-hmm. unreal. I may just make a little personal pain mm. of that. Um, Cornbread stuff. Yeah, but like every element of it, we have so, it, it, it's just better versions of it. Now, what I want to get added to the menu, mm-hmm. and again, I'm going to have to do it because it's a fight. I would like to get mac and cheese added to the menu because ah. that is generally a, a wonderful feature of Southern and or yes. Black Thanksgiving. Yes, we have that. My family fights it. They just, I, I got to, it's like you go to battle. But certain things, it's just while mom and dad are here, Mm -hmm. they have certain Mm non-negotiables. Now, what I have added to the menu, because I hate turkey. That's the dirty secret. The only way I like it's injected and fried. Mm. But I am also going to make a prime rib my way. Wow. 
because I need red meat. And then I will make an au jus, and I'm going to make a zip sauce. Hmm. Oh my god! I'm a dipper. I may even throw horseradish sauce in a fucking. How many table. leftovers do you end up having? We make people go home with. Yeah. Everyone gets their fair share, but we'll we'll have some. I think that's the best part of Thanksgiving is yeah. your leftover because right. yeah. you have so much. Right? Yeah, I love it. But that's, I mean, dude, pack I listen. You know, pack a sandwich for the next day. Yeah. I listen to your Thanksgivings. It makes me want to get sick. Oh no, I'm good. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are eating. <laughs> I mean, listen. I think everybody. What can it, it, you know? Whatever. If I went to anyone's house for Thanksgiving, I'm sure I would walk out satisfied. No, you would come to my house and you'd need. <laughs> well, the there's underwear. so much food. Yeah, there's a difference. Cook like you care, or don't cook at all. Now another thing. Well, would. you'll be satisfied because you'll be like me. You're also going to be, you know, extremely <laughs> drunk with all the. With you all the have to too. be to eat yeah. the menus. Yeah. You guys I probably are wouldn't eat about. if I came over to you all. Except Mike's, I would eat his. I wouldn't eat you all. <laughs> you also oh. have to be drunk to watch the lions. Oh, we get you right. <laughs> Plus, my mom makes this homemade salad dressing for the salad course. Mm. Oh. You ever hear this place called Chart House? Yes. All right. So, like, it's this blue cheese recipe, but you make homemade blue cheese dressing? Yeah. Oh, red onion, bacon crumble, mm -hmm. lettuce. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. Unreal. Unreal. What you got to cook the, like you care. What about, the you dessert, what about the dessert menu? We haven't really talked about that. Go ahead. What, what are you guys eating? More oh, fucking jello? No, pumpkin, pumpkin pie, pie, you know, apple pie. Sweet potato pie. Yeah, all the, all the pies. <laughs> well, Roberto loves the pies. <laughs> Well, see, I handle the desserts in my family, so I do all of it. I do sweet potato pie, red velvet yep. cake, cheesecake with red velvet. Cheesecake, there you go. I do all kind of things. It Boy, just depends on how velvet. I feel. Red velvet confuses me. Why? Because I don't get it. I it's, don't know what it's supposed to taste like. It's red really just chocolate. Like, it's really just yep. a chocolate cake That's just with red food, food coloring. Oh. That's really what it is. Okay. You want to get away and relax, have a good time? I mean, let me ask you a question, right? Who the hell wants to, to sit in Detroit in the winter? Who wants to sit anywhere in a winter? Go to Vegas. Go to the D, Las Vegas. Now, look, the D, you know, a couple months from now, it sounds crazy. March Madness, right around the corner. Got to get your trip planned now. Check out the D.com. They got the man caves. They got the best March Madness setup in the industry. And whether it's March Madness or you just want to pop downtown to check out all the new stuff going on in downtown Vegas, the D is a perfect spot for you. Check out the D.com to book your stay today. It's the D.com, the D Las Vegas. It's your home for sports in Vegas. Okay, so before we totally spiral, I also want to shift gears. We have the Black Friday stuff. You guys know I notoriously hate Black Friday. I don't get how people leave their families to go wait in line. I don't get how people mm -hmm. fight for a TV. It's crazy. I don't get how people get up at 4 a.m. I don't understand anything. There's any only one guy in this room that's uh, partaking in it. Who's that? That would be me, Mike. <laughs> Yeah, cheapest one of the bunch. That would be uh, me. No, but here, here's the Blood thing. from a stone. No, here's the thing. You all think I'm going to shop. I'm not going to shop. What do you check? I usually check? don't buy anything on Black Friday. I go for the people watching to see the people fight, <laughs> to see oh, the crowds crazy. of all the cars those park crazy all the whites. Yes. Yeah. I want to see the crazy people. That's usually when I go. That's why I go. I love people watching. Dude, I used to have when I worked at the Nike store in college, I had to work I went in at six PM on Thanksgiving oh. and I would have to work I would have to work six PM until six AM. That's ridiculous. And then come, come back at like it's two totally PM ridiculous. and then work until ten or something. 
Uh, but, see, that's that. I mean, that's like, where well, we're lost as a but, society. And then what would be the big deal? Like, like no, once would, you got there be... at six p.m. on Thanksgiving, what was everyone buying? Well, what did first they of want? all, first of all, let me set the scene. The I mean, the second those doors open, yes. it is like running to the bulls. You're I mean, exactly I mean, people, right. it's almost scary. It's not right. People sprinting in mobs down <laughs> the hall. What? Down the hall, it'd be you know yes. twenty twenty percent off your your twenty percent. It'd be the same type of deals you'll see on certain weekends. Yes. And it was just, I mean, you talk about just the volume of people, the store just getting absolutely torn up. Crazy. But I was also reading earlier that there's stores now include. I'm not, well, I guess I'm not going to name these. What? The, you know, certain stores for whatever reason. But there are stores now who are open starting 6 a.m. Thanksgiving Day. Yes. Yeah, through right the entire weekend. Yes. Now, See, like, if you if you leave your family on Thanksgiving Day to go shop, you deserve to be hit by a car. <laughs> like, I really hope you're walking in the parking yeah. lot and you get run down by a creepy conversion van. There are still some, like, holdouts, though, um, that are not open on Thanksgiving. Costco, Sam's Club, Home Depot, Lowe's. Nothing not should be open. open on Thanksgiving. It should be like the zombie apocalypse. Oh, but I need milk. Too yeah, bad. Like you should have thought ahead. No, there's, yeah, they're like, saying... I was in the 80s. So, like, so like Kmart, for instance, if you just name some, I'll name some. Kmart, they're still in business? Kmart opened 6 a.m., <laughs> Thanksgiving Day with doorbuster deals that include $19 Nerf water guns oh, and $25 weighted blankets. They said yeah. that they're opening this early because a lot of people will go out, uh, the in-laws or whoever, will go out before Thanksgiving uh, dinner, Thanksgiving meal, whatever, on Thursday. You know why? Because of it, because they can't cook. Wow. See, if you spent a little more time cooking and less time worrying about a Nerf water gun, <laughs> yeah. you'd be all set. You wouldn't be eating this garbage. I mean, you have a lot of other stores open 7 a.m., 8 a.m. Thanksgiving Day, and then a ton. Most stores are opening 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving night. I don't get it. I just crazy. don't get it. Like, why? Why? Why can't there just be several days <laughs> mm -hmm. a year where they th there is a sanctity about them that no one should have to work? Nobody should have to work. Now, look, I know policemen and firemen yep. and, and, yeah. and vascular surgeons, okay? Yes. I understand there are exceptions right. where you, you, certain people are going to have to. I'm saying, by and large, there are things in this world that are necessary and then things that are ancillary. 99% of jobs are ancillary. We don't need a convenience store. Mm -hmm. We don't need to buy a pair of Kyries. We don't need, we don't need any of this. Yeah. I don't like this Christmas, you know, Christmas Day. Yeah. You know, like, why can't we just have three or four days where no one works? Like, I don't understand how bad do you need a television? That you're going to go out, and of course, I know what we're going to see. We're going to see the videos of people acting like assholes, mm -hmm. you know, the people who don't have a pot to piss in trying to go buy a 60-inch TV, even gonna though they can't feed rest, their kids, uh, or they're wearing the same underwear for a third straight day. Can't but be I, out, I, they, yeah. they need that iPhone. <laughs> I just, I, I've never partaken in Black Friday. I never will. Do you want me to read you some of the top products this year? Yeah, but it's not going to sway me to go out and do no, it. No, no, I'm 42 not hours straight. The only stores thing. will be open from Thanksgiving morning the through Black Friday. The only thing Ugh. I may buy on Black Friday ain't got nothing to do with Black Friday prices. Is the Instant Pot. No, I may. <laughs> I'm looking at some dogs. Oh, yeah, that's not on That's list. different. That's a good I don't yeah. think they're offering Black Friday right. price. No, 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 probably not. Hey, literally everywhere does. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some sort of adoption discount or something. But really, it's all just video games. It's all electronics. Video games, computer, you know, uh, MacBook, LG, OLED TV. But is it worth it to get a, to no. get a, a $99 TV that you could get for, uh, you know, $299 or $149, whatever no, it would be? No, it's not worth it. 
No, the answer is no. Because a lot of these places, I I no started for me. My first job was at Target. I was 15 years old. What were you doing? Chasing people out of the store? No, I, I worked <laughs> you in the electronics area. <laughs> I worked in the electronics area and the toys area, which is the worst Hi, two areas sir, to work in. Hi, sir. Can I get in. some assistance? Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> no, but you talk about Black Friday. The fear of a 15-year-old headed to work on Black Friday. <laughs> well, this is 3 o'clock in the morning. So As I'm on my nom. way, I'm passing a Walmart, and there's a U.S. Marshal at that Walmart. I'm like, what am I getting myself Remarkable. into to go to work today? What is going on? No, David, we would have, when I worked at Nike, we would have so much stuff stolen on Black Friday, too. <laughs> it would be yep. unbelievable. Yep. <laughs> That's crazy. What do they call that in the bit? That's just uh, leakage, right? It's just uh... Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, it's like owning yeah. a bar. They, you know, they you know for that shit. Some of your profits are walking out, yeah. so to speak. People would cut the sensors off the shoes and just walk them out. Or sometimes <laughs> they would just run out with the sensors on. It would go off. They'd keep running. <laughs> just keep Jesus running. Jesus Christ. I know. The Nike <laughs> store was Man. the Wild West. That's why I'm going on Black Friday. I want to see stuff like that. Uh, I want to see the people going crazy. Yeah. All right, what are the top ten deals? Because I, I, you're not going to sway me. Um. Oh, is this the part of the segment where Roberto's no, ill-prepared and can't fucking read? How about Costco? You know what? Time I, out. Time out. You know what? He's He is not Look at it. I have them all right here. But you've lost your ability well, to I read. I got ten tabs open here. You're, it's like I have Dexter Manley on this podcast. <laughs> I'll, run through, I'll run through one. How about, how about Costco? They open at 9 a.m. on Black Friday. They have refused, to, like Roberto said earlier, they have refused to open on Thanksgiving. So they open 9 a.m. Black Friday, including their mm. signature deal, $130 off Dyson vacuum cleaners and $250 off Apple MacBook Pro laptops. Ooh, I need a vacuum. Mm. I'm I getting up too. early. But no way. Do I need a vacuum that bad that I'm going to no. wait? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand in line for 45 minutes? No. Oh, you're going to have to stand in line longer than that. And you'd have to yeah. leave your fit. Well, actually, you wouldn't mind getting away from your family, so there is that. But no, <laughs> the answer is no. What else, Mike? Since yeah, you can read, I mean, Roberto can. I'm looking at it right here. It's it's a lot of video game stuff, too. It's $149 for an Xbox, and, uh, you know, 800 bucks for an Apple MacBook Air. So, yeah, to Roberto's point, mm. there is a lot of technology ones. I just think we've gone too far. I, I just do. I think society's lost its mind. You can't sit home and have a nice, relaxing day. Then when the family leaves the house, you open up that choice bottle of red wine or maybe open up a bottle of booze. You settle in. Mm -hmm. You go to Netflix. Yep. You watch The Irishman for three hours. Oh, I can't wait. And then you go to sleep. Rough, and then, What's and the I, problem? Roughly 85% of Americans will shop over this weekend. And a lot of that, I bet, is Cyber Monday, too, because that's really taken off, too, with oh, people. Jesus. But that's the hey, isn't that the way to do it? Just sit on your laptop or your or your iPhone and order deals online for yes. discount yes, as opposed Monday, to going yeah. to yes. a store? Yes, <laughs> there's no question. Here, let's go back to Roberto, who's lost his ability to read. I will say this because this actually just I happened. Got, I got lots of stuff, Mike. What about Mike and? Mm. What about an instant <laughs> <pot> <laughs> Costco? <laughs> Get a pressure cooker for fifty five bucks at Walmart. You can get a, a one-step hair dryer for forty-nine. Here's here, Mike. Listen to the savings. I you, hate you. You can get a one-step hair dryer <laughs> if like you go to read. if you go to Walmart. You can get a one-step hair dryer for forty-nine eighty-eight at Walmart. Regular price fifty-eight bucks. You'd save nine dollars. I don't need it that bad. <laughs> Who? What, what guy blow dries their hair? Here's one for Sully. Twenty percent off your entire purchase at David's Bridal. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I thought you were going to say 20% uh, off your bar bill. <laughs>
Yeah, I wonder why the I wonder why like bars don't get in on that. Oh I, no, they, they do. do. They do. No, I saw something with restaurants do, like buy one, deals. Get one or something. Yes, they want you to come in after you're done shopping to come in and eat. Or somewhere I just imagine like a bar in the deep south and their idea of Black Friday is a lot different than mine. (laughs) This this is the night we let blacks in. Uh, (laughs) uh, 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 Howdy there, sir. Black Friday. Yeah. Some some backwoods hill jackass town and they're like, hey, Bob. We should have us one of them Black Friday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Esther, I don't think that's what they, they mean. Oh, my God. <laughs> Savings on TVs? It's hell everything. a TV. I'm just talking about letting them in the door. Oh. Air fryers as well. 69 bucks, you can get one for 39 bucks. Magic Bullet, that's that blender thing, right? 39 bucks, you can get it for 19 at Walmart on Black Friday if you go uh, mm. stand in line. Just big, please, if you're a fan of the air fryer, if love you're going to do Black Friday, I advise against it, but whatever, you don't care about what I think. Will you please be nice to each other? Please. <laughs> that's not happening. I don't like the video seeing mothers of six trampling like a, 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 just a poor dad who doesn't even want to be there. It's just it's an embarrassment. <laughs> it's an embarrassment, the whole thing. All right. You can get a drone, a Thunderbird uh, quadcopter. We got drone. plenty of those in this building. <laughs> Twenty-four bucks, actually. That's not bad. If you're looking to uh, get a drone, yeah. Jeez, or come shop at our office. Things. I'll sell you a few drones. You get a hoverboard for eighty-nine bucks, David. That might be a good Christmas present. No, they don't need a hoverboard. I'm, I'm what, about a, what about a trampoline? One hundred and fifteen. No, no, because then that does that come with the medical bills? <laughs> right, exactly. I'm not doing that. Little David jumped up and never came down. He got stuck right. up in a, a at, damn tree. I'm at work getting he a got, phone call. <laughs> They're at the hospital. I gotta go. Little David no. jumps up, collides with a power line. <laughs> Now he's not little David, he's dead David. Oh, come on, you can get Jesus. A, you can get a Golden Tee arcade machine. Oh. 2000 version for about 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. Mike, you can read deals that. all damn day. I ain't doing it. I'm going to relax on Thanksgiving. Yep. Oh, it's gotten crazy. Friday we got college football. I may go out and look at a few dogs. That's it. Now, there's something else we haven't talked about. Your alcoholism. Well, yeah, it's Blackout Wednesday. Oh, that's bar night. Yeah. Biggest bar night that's of the so year. That's overhyped. That's when you're in college. That's not for when you're an adult. Did you always do that, though, when you're in college? A couple times in college, but like the difference now. Sully's Crazy. the youngest of us. He ain't doing it no more. He's in a relationship. I honestly, I'll be honest with you He's guys. He's going. I, I, t- right here, right now at noon on Tuesday, I don't have any plans for uh, wow. for the biggest bar night. Now, will I, st- will I stumble into something, so to speak? I'm sure. Big power is at it again. Oh, boy. Leaving people in the dark. I mean, again, imagine your power going out there on Monday Night Football. That's ah, a disaster. Don't do it anymore. Don't fall victim to the big power company. Own your power. Don't rent it. Power Home Solar makes it easy to switch. Hooks you up with battery storage with your installation. No more searching for a flashlight when big power tries to leave you in the dark again. Power Home Solar, the number one residential solar provider in Michigan and one of the top solar installation companies in the nation. They install American-made panels, 30-year warranty, so you own your power. You don't just rent it from the power company. Guys, you want to see if Power Home and solar is right for you, go to PowerHome.com. That's PowerHome.com. Or give them a call at 1-800-SOLAR-15. Schedule your free solar consultation today. Don't rent your power. Own it. With help from Power Home Solar. All right, one of our favorite times of the week, joined by uh, Dave Richard, fantasy football expert for CBS Sports. Now, Dave, I heard a rumor, I don't know if it's true, that you invented the flex position in fantasy football. That's right, because... 
we we all needed that extra flexibility with our lineup. So back <laughs> in the day, before before there was an internet, I invented it. Yeah, sure. What is? By the way, we let me just every week. I wonder how many people buy that I've actually invented all this stuff. I really haven't invented anything. Yeah, <laughs> besides just a great system of helping people out. By the way, on that topic though, what do you think most leagues do? Are most leagues kind of a one flex roster? Most leagues yep. do two or what? Yeah, the majority of leagues use one flex position, and uh, it, it's cool. It's just another way to get another player into your lineup without it having to be a running back or having to be a wide receiver or given the way the tight ends have been the last couple of years, having to be a tight end. And no kidding. Some yeah. people have actually expanded it to include quarterbacks. They're called super flexes because you can use your quarterback there and as you know, quarterbacks wow. inherently put up more fantasy points than other positions, so most people use that as a chance to start a second quarterback every week and I'll tell you what, the people who drafted Lamar Jackson to be their second quarterback, they probably now have him as their first quarterback. Yeah. But if they hit on the other guy that they drafted with Lamar Jackson, their team is probably headed to the fantasy playoffs. Yeah, to flex a quarterback, that's pretty interesting. Uh, but on that topic, though, how about if we kind of combine what we just talked about, tight ends and uh, Lamar Jackson. Obviously, tight end-wise, George Kittle's been just an incredible fantasy player when he's healthy. What do you make of 49ers offense going against the Ravens uh, this upcoming week? Here's a prediction that isn't very bold. I don't think it's very bold, but I think it's pretty, um, I don't know, even if it's interesting at this point. I think the Ravens are going to win out as long as they don't suffer any significant injuries. Wow. They, they, are, they are built so well on both sides of the ball. They've, they've been in some tough matchups this year when they've played New England. They played at the Rams, and, and they've just they've annihilated teams. Yep. And th- these are teams with really good coaches, obviously, who, who know you know, something about trying to slow down Lamar Jackson, and they can't do it. They can't slow down the defense either. That Ravens defense, adding Marcus Peters, getting Jimmy Smith back in the secondary, it is so deep there, and they're coming up with a good pass rush as well, and they've been strong against the run. I don't see anybody beating them. So now Kittle and the 49ers flying across the country to take on the Ravens, I think it's elementary. I think it's going to be tough for the 49ers to put up points in this game. You're still going to start George Kittle, but uh, Debo Samuel, Emmanuel Sanders, they feel more like number three receivers to me. I don't know how good I feel about flexing either one of them. Kevin Coleman, yeah, he scored last week, but he's been kind of a disappointment. And I don't think the 49ers are going to be able to do a good job running the ball against the Ravens anyway. And Jimmy Garoppolo is a bad start in fantasy this week. So there's, there's, there's a lot to dislike about the 49ers for Week 13 yeah. and a lot to love about the Ravens the rest of the way. No, and the Ravens have been incredible, absolutely. 49ers as well. But how about two names we didn't think we were probably going to be talking about here this late into the season? Your overall outlook on Sam Darnold, Ryan Tannehill, two quarterbacks that have kind of emerged uh, as a, I guess, an interesting discussion point within fantasy football. Well, the, the good news about both of them is that they're both playing great, and they're, these are not fluky um, stat lines that they're putting up. They're not lucky to be getting the fantasy production that they've been getting. Uh, in the case of Darnold, he's on a team that just cannot find a, a good way to run the ball, and their head coach prefers to throw it anyway. So it works out for Darnold, who is making great reads, uh, even when there's pressure on him. And the schedule is just so great for the Jets. They just got done with the Raiders this week. That was easy for them. They're at Cincinnati. Somehow it gets easier with the Bengals in Week 13. And then the Dolphins come to their place in Week 14. That's when it gets really easy. After that, I don't think you can trust Sam Darnold. He's got those Ravens in Week 15, the Steelers at home in Week 16. But for now, you can ride Sam Darnold well into your fantasy playoffs. Tannehill, on the other hand, has given you at least 22 fantasy points each of his five starts with Tennessee. He's just been great. 
and he hasn't been having to throw a lot. This is a team that likes to run the ball. Derrick Henry getting a ton of yards and a ton of opportunities. But Tannehill's very efficient. He's running a little bit as well. And the Titans' schedule isn't so bad. They've got the Colts this week. They've got the Raiders after that. They've got the Texans after that. And then in Week 16, it's New Orleans at their place. That matchup might be tough. But he's he's kind of the Cinderella story of the year right now. The fact that he was left for dead after the Dolphins traded him. He was a backup behind Mariota. Now he's playing great. The Titans have aspirations to make it to the playoffs. They should get there because Tannehill's playing so well. And I think fantasy managers have no choice but to buy in, given how many other quarterbacks have been disappointing this year, Sully. Wentz wasn't yep. good last week. And now he's taking on the Dolphins. He should be better this week, but who knows? Matt Ryan's been a total flop for the last four weeks. Jared Goff's been a flop for a long time. Phillip Rivers you can't trust. And, and there's Tom Brady at Houston. You'd think that that's a great matchup for him. It's okay, but I don't see Tom Brady suddenly throwing for three touchdowns against the Texans unless it becomes a high-scoring game. The Patriots forget to bring their defense. Ryan Tannehill is a top-12 quarterback this week. Yeah, and I think that that's too... I mean, believe me, we tweet out the questions every single week, and we always get questions about both those guys, but Another question I kind of like to ask you every week is just your take on the the waiver wire. I know we mentioned Bo Scarborough here in Detroit uh, not too long ago, but any uh, any Dave Richard waiver wire must pick up guys heading into what I believe most people's playoff uh, you know playoff fantasy football week starting here. Yeah, I, either this week or next week is when the fantasy playoffs start, and if it starts next week, then this week is pretty much a fantasy playoff game for you too. So you got to win. Yep. And with that in mind, I, I kind of have all my players off the waiver wire ranked just for this week, not necessarily the rest of the season. Jonathan Williams tops the list at running back. We don't know when Marlon Mack is going to get back, but it looks like he's the Colts' main running back. you got to buy into him. He's still out there in a little more than a third of CBS Sports League. Benny Snell looks like he's the rushing downs back for the Steelers, and that's a good place to be, even with their quarterback situation, a total catastrophe. I, I think Benny Snell, as long as James Conner is out, he's got that lead role there. Rashad Penny would be next for me. Again, we're only looking at strictly this week, so I think Snell's going to have a bigger role for now. What to make of these Seahawks running backs, Sully? I, I think that Carson's still going to be the, the main guy, but he's, he's on a short leash. He's not going to get nearly as much work as he's used to. Penny's going to get some opportunities. I'd love to stash Penny if I don't have Carson already on my team, and if I do have Carson on my team, I've got to make Penny the number one priority off the waiver wire just to have that guy in case he takes over Seattle's backfield. They love to run the ball a lot. Darrell Williams is another kind of long-term sleeper to look at at running back. He's with Kansas City. We don't know if Damian Williams is going to be ready to go, but we know that he's gotten uh, nicked up a bit over the course of the season. We know that LaShawn McCoy hasn't been great, so Williams could be the answer for the Chiefs' run game late in the year. Moving to wide receiver, this is a huge list of names. But the guy at the top is D.D. Westbrook, especially in PPR. Yep. He's got some flex appeal, maybe even low-end number two wide receiver appeal because of how many targets he gets. And Jacksonville, they, they say they want to be a running team, but they're always in a situation where they have to throw, and they get Tampa Bay this week, so it's a good matchup for Westbrook as well. I'm going to run through the names here, not really get into any of these guys, but James Washington, Please. Cole Beasley, Sterling Shepard, A.J. Brown, Randall Cobb. There's more. There's, there's obviously other guys after that, but those are the ones that I feel the best about for just this week. If you're talking rest of the season, maybe you move up Sterling Shepard on that list, Darius Slayton, another Giants wide receiver that you can move up off that list, and James Washington would come down on that list because eventually the Steelers' passing offense will get healthy with Smith-Schuster back. At least that's the hope. And then at tight end, 
Jack Doyle is the top name for me. Eric Ebron, I'm sure everybody in Detroit is sad to see that he is done for the year in Indianapolis <laughs> after scoring three touchdowns for them. Doyle now will be the main tight end for Indianapolis, like his chances to see more targets for the rest of the season. Ryan Griffin and Kyle Rudolph would be next after that. Rudolph's stock goes down if Adam Thielen comes back. So Griffin probably the better ad right now, but Griffin's out there in 35 or so percent of CBS Sports League. Rudolph's available in more than half the leagues. He scored five touchdowns in his last four games. And let me also chime in on the defenses, DSTs. People want to know which defenses to go after. Yep. The, the Eagles are the top one for me, and that's just not for this week because they're playing Miami. It's the rest of the season schedule for Philadelphia, the Giants, the Redskins, the Cowboys, and then the Giants again in Week 17. If you play that long, and they're out there in a little bit more than 50% of the league, Jets would be next for me, followed by the Panthers. You know what, people? Listen to that breakdown by uh, by Dave Richard. That's incredible, Dave. That's some great information. My God, I think people, anyone listening is guaranteed to win their league now with all that. With all that. Well, I mean, that's just part of the deal. You, you just listen to the loyalty podcast, and you're guaranteed to be a better yes. sports fan and, and a better fantasy football manager. Absolutely, no doubt about that. But uh, how about a few rapid-fire questions to uh, finish up here from the listeners, from Joe. This is on Instagram. Dave, who's better to trust the rest of the way? Is it Dak Prescott or Jameis Winston? I think it's actually I, – I, this sounds so weird because Jameis is so up and down, but – I think Jameis is going to be the answer because that schedule for Dallas is really, really tough. It's Buffalo this week, at Chicago the week after that, the Rams, uh, the Eagles in Week 16. I think Philadelphia's defense is actually getting better since they've got their secondary healthier. Dak Prescott might only have some good games, not necessarily great games. Winston's going to throw every single game that he's in. Uh, you've got to buy into Winston is a little bit better than Dak rest of the way. Will Amari Cooper ever return to the production we expected preseason. Well, I mean, this is another reason why Dak Prescott isn't the guy that he was a couple yep. of weeks ago in fantasy, where he was just a superstar player. Uh, last week, you can't really tell just how good or bad he looked because he didn't get a lot of targets. The weather was really terrible, but he did have full practice. The, the schedule that we just ran through for Dallas, it's going to be tough on him, too. So, no, I don't think he'll be quite as good as where he was earlier this year, but you can still start him as a low-end number two wide receiver. All right, last one for you, Dave, to weigh in on. Is Chris Carson the answer, or should I pick up Penny instead? Yeah, I I, I don't think you should pick up Penny and drop Carson. I think you should hang on to Carson. I think you should start Carson this week, but you'll want to have Penny as the guy on the bench in case the Seahawks make the change. And listen, We've been toyed with Rashad Penny before. We thought he'd be the guy when he was drafted by Seattle. Turned out Chris Carson was the guy. And then the year after that, okay, and well, yep. now it's got to be Rashad Penny because it's his second year. Nope, nope, nope. Chris Carson, still the stud. But Carson has fumbled so much this year that I, I can't help but wonder that if he fumbles again, and maybe even if he doesn't, Rashad Penny's going to get a big chunk of that workload. And the Seahawks love to run the football. They love being physical. They've got an offensive line with the mindset of being physical. And Penny has some bursts in his legs. He's got some potential to be a very good running back for fantasy managers the rest of the way. So I think if you've got Carson, you've got to get Penny. And if you don't have an immediate need at running back, you should also go after Penny just in case he does end up being the Seahawks' number one running back. Dave Richards, CBS Sports. Dave, thanks as always, man. Now, uh, of course, anything that you have to uh, promote to the people? Well, we've got a nice bake sale going on in our neighborhood this week. So oh, wow. Now, no. <laughs> around. Listen, Twitter, uh, find me on Twitter, at Dave Richard. Follow me, ask me questions. I'll do my best to answer you. 
live show every day at noon Eastern on CBS Sports HQ. Fantasy Football Today is the name of that show. It's also the name of our podcast that you can download and listen to. And uh, just because the season is coming to a close, maybe you're listening to this and you're 6-6, and don't really have much hope on making a run in your league. We go deep into DFS late in the year, and we keep talking about fantasy football well into the offseason. If you like fantasy football, and if you want to win at fantasy football next year, one of the secrets is to listen to our podcast when it comes out twice a week during the offseason, every day during the football season, fantasy football today. I like it. Well, Dave, uh, obviously happy Thanksgiving to you and your family, and we will uh, talk again, as always, next week. Thankful for you and thankful for Mike. Good talking to you, and we'll talk soon. All right, Dave. Thanks, man. Everybody, please have a great Thanksgiving, or if you're getting to this afterwards, I'm sorry that the the mashed potato recipe was too late, but just trust your boy on this, will you please? Uh, Thanks for listening, and we will get you next week.